For the past several years, I've worked diligently with buyers and sellers to make real estate dreams a reality. Now, I'm sharing my best practices with you so that you're able to capitalize on a thriving market. Stay tuned for all of my best strategies only here on the Zach Folsom Experience. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Zag Folsom Experience where we are going to be talking today about how to get instant equity on your next home purchase. So this is something that really makes me happy for buyers and really makes me excited to talk about because we're talking about you making money by spending money to live somewhere. And unless you're living with your parents, which I know not everybody likes to do, but if you are, you're going to have to spend money to live somewhere. And maybe even if you are living with your parents, you are spending money to live there. So this is just, it's such a good way for especially younger people who are just starting off with their careers to start developing a, not even a savings account, but some type of equity builder where you don't really need to touch the home or touch the value of the home in order to make money off of it. And so let me explain what equity is to me uh, when it when it regards housing. So equity is the difference of what you paid for the home and then what someone else is going to pay you for the home. I really don't believe that it's the paycheck that you get when you sell the home because really, since you're paying into it, you're paying the interest, you're paying the principal of the loan balance down, that's not really equity at that point. That is just um, you getting a return on a little bit of investment. Equity is where the home is appreciating in value. You've done some fixes to make the home a little bit more appealing to buyers or to the neighborhood um, appraisers. Who, whoever's going through it finds that there's more value to the home or that you're just able to sell the home for a decent amount of more money. So one of the, the key ways that I've found um, of getting equity in the home is just to rely on the surrounding area. The reason behind that is appraisers need to go through the home in order for you to buy them. And banks cannot lend you any more money than what the appraisers are willing to say the home is worth. For example, if you if you went into a home and let's say you bought it for $100,000 and you, you decked it out, like you put uh, Venetian marble, you redid all the windows with triple pane windows, you you know, put a put a special roof on it that was going to last 70 years. All those things are great, and the appraiser can make some price adjustments for you having a better quality house, but they're not going to give you the full value of what you're putting into the home. And what that means to you as a smart and educated home buyer is that you need to really plan for where your home is going to sell in the time frame that you're living there. So when I work with buyers, I always coach them through how long are you going to live there, what are you planning to do to the house? How is that going to impact the value? And what can we do to make sure that you're getting equity on the home? So that that would just be the big thing that I would keep in the back of your head regardless of what you're planning to do to the home is just to make sure that you're not going so far and above and beyond what all the other homes in the area offer that you're going to put yourself in a in a bad position when you go to sell it. And so let's go into some ways that I have been finding that my clients are making instant equity. And the first way that I've seen is that they're buying homes that are livable, but need a little bit of cosmetic work. And the best example of this is actually my brother's home that he bought um, last year in November. 
him and his uh, wife now decided that they were going to go buy a home. They wanted to live in a home as soon as they got married. It was, you know, really cute and stuff. But they they found a home that was in a great neighborhood that had a fantastic floor plan. They didn't have to tear down. Well, I guess they moved one wall opening to make it a little bit bigger. But they didn't really have to do any major structurally remodeling of the home. They got to, they only had to do some cosmetic work to make the home more livable. And, I mean, it wasn't bad at first. I know they would probably argue otherwise, but for the most part, it was a, it was a really nice, well-done home. And I, and when I was walking through it, I thought that it was going to be good for them for a while, but they decided to, to fix it up and redo it right away. So they went in and they put new floors in, they painted the walls, they moved a little bit of one wall opening, um, I think it was only like three feet, something really insignificant, and it really just changed the whole look of the house. And if you're interested in seeing some before and after pictures, uh, go to zachfolsom.com slash podcast and I will uh, put a little link next to this that will let you go look at the blog post with some pictures of his house before and some pictures after. And you're going to get a whole different feeling of the home. And what that what that does is it just shows a potential buyer in the future when he decides to sell that there was work done to the home and now it's more appealing to the masses. And that's going to drive a higher price because one of the ways that price is, is derived for an appraisal is the, the value at which a buyer is willing to pay for a property. So... If you have a nasty old beat up house, um, you you know that a buyer is going to pay less for a nasty old beat up house, as opposed to a a nice clean fresh house that's more modern, and that's just one way to increase the value of something almost instantly. I think he only ended up spending like five thousand dollars or something ridiculously small in order to update the entire house or the entire main floor, and. Really, that just made the house feel ten to fifteen thousand dollars better, and I know that that's more opinion based. But as somebody that works with a ton of buyers and a ton of sellers, just doing those small, little, simple cosmetic fixes for five thousand dollars ends up netting you thousands of extra dollars when you decide to sell. Um, and again, if you have any questions about what you should be doing to your home that you own, or what types of homes you should be looking at, I'm always happy to answer those questions and make sure that you are purchasing the best homes possible. The second way that I've been seeing people getting just instant equity is buying something that's a little bit different in a high-value neighborhood. And what I mean by that is perhaps in, in the neighborhood that you're looking in, there's a most of the houses are three bedroom, one bathroom, and you found a three bedroom, two bathroom house. And that makes the house stand out a little bit from all the rest in the neighborhood. So as the neighborhood appreciates, your house appreciates at a higher rate because it's more popular than any other house in the neighborhood. Uh, Some other good examples of this is maybe something with a bigger lot size, maybe something with a bigger garage, just something that makes the home unique and stand out. And the reason that buyers are willing to pay more for a home that's unique is because, you know, you have to you have to put yourself in the the headspace of the person after you purchasing the home. So if you bought the home because it has a two car, 
attached garage that's oversized and you like to work on your cars, who do you think is going to most likely be purchasing the home? Is it somebody that you know drives a Prius and doesn't really care too much about their car? Probably not. It's probably somebody that needs the workspace in the garage or needs the parking space to park a couple extra cars and they, they value that extra space. So finding a home that's unique in a good area can, can drive some extra equity being built instantly just because you're buying something that's harder to come by. And the third and final way that I've been finding that buyers are getting some very good instant equity is actually buying. This podcast episode is brought to you by Digital Age Home Buying. This modern real estate book gives you insight on how to get the best home at the best price and what to look for when you want to purchase your next home. Go to zachfolsom.com today to get your copy. This book is great for first-time buyers, people who haven't purchased a home in a while, and for anybody who wants to succeed in today's modern home buying market. So if you want to have a serious leg up on the competition when you're shopping for a home, visit zachfolsom.com and get a copy of Digital Age Home Buying today. Thanks so much and back to the show. Some very good instant equity is actually buying new construction homes at the beginning of the construction process for the neighborhood. And... You know, if you if you go around and look at your local neighborhoods, there are new construction going up everywhere. It's a very popular time for new construction because there really is just a housing shortage right now, which is good that um, the values are going up and the mortgage rates are so low that everybody's buying houses. But new construction especially is sometimes you you wouldn't expect to get the return on it because you always hear, especially with cars, you buy a new car, you lose $15,000 right away. But buying a new home is a little bit different because the builder's costs go up as they continue to expand and improve on the neighborhood. Uh, for example, one of my one of my clients bought a home last December for one hundred ninety-eight thousand, I think, with some of the add-ons that he chose and everything. And he he's he hasn't even moved into the home yet because it's not built. But as of right now, I believe the same model of home is being built out at 228. So I, I'm not saying that he's going to be able to sell a used home for 228, but it's going to be much higher than 198, 200,000 even, because the cost of building in there is going up, and the cost of the homes in the area is going up. And as the builder keeps putting higher and higher comparables, even if it goes up to 250, let's say, to start building, he could sell his home that's not brand newly built, but still pretty new built for $25,000 off. And most buyers are going to find that to be a good deal because they can buy something that's maybe slightly older for $25,000 less than something that's brand new. So, you know, that's just one thing to keep in the back of your head when you're when you're planning to maybe buy a new construction home is to find some neighborhoods that are just getting started. There is there is maybe a little bit of risk with that because if the neighborhood doesn't get fully developed, which hasn't happened um, in a while, but if it doesn't, you may not get as good of a return. But quite frankly, the, the new constructions that I've been seeing are getting phenomenal returns. And so, you know, those are three of the ways that I've been finding that my clients are getting almost instant equity in their homes. They're they're getting into something, they're doing a little bit of work or they're buying at the right the right place in the right time in order to make sure that when they go to resell, 
that they are going to be able to sell it for a significantly higher amount than what they purchased it purchased the home for. So, you know, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear if you think of any other ways that people can get some equity. Feel free to ask me questions and please feel free to go back to uh, zachfolsom.com slash podcast and you can look at the blog post attached with this. So thanks so much. I really enjoyed talking about this one and I look forward to giving you some more advice in the future. Thanks for watching this episode of the Zach Folsom Experience. For all your real estate needs and to give input on future episodes for the show, please visit zachfolsom.com forward slash podcasts. Again, that's zachfolsom.com forward slash podcasts. I love this community and look forward to earning your continued support on this podcast. To leave great reviews on all my social media, podcasts, and books, please visit zachfolsom.com slash reviews. Again, that's zachfolsom.com slash reviews. Thank you again, and I appreciate you being an empowered consumer.